I had a little, I had a little idea just for for a, a quick fire. I just I just thought of a concept. I'm sure it's been thought of before. I'm sure it it already exists. So you just feel free to shoot it down if you've seen it. But um, reverse Truman Show. Okay, you do Truman Show, but reverse. I think I heard you tapping there. Are you googling Truman Show, Joe? You've seen it. We've no, talked about no, it a times. seen the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> what if you have? I, I was thinking of almost in sort of a maybe like a Black Mirror kind of sense, and we've definitely mm. done Truman Show and Black Mirror before. Um, <laughs> and Mr. Or, Bean. Or, Is Mr. Bean coming up again? He could He could do, actually. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> like, what if you had, let's say, you know, an ex machina kind of thing, but instead of someone coming to see if the robot was in, could pass a Turing test and, you know, seemed to be a person, um, you were trying to convince... You were trying to have the robot believe it was a person. So you have a sort of reverse Truman Show thing where the world is real... And all the people are real, but the person isn't. And they're not mm. trying to convince them that the world is real and their lives are real. Trying to convince them through their presence and such that they are a person. But everyone knows, including the audience, that they are not a person. They are, you know, a robot. They are, you know, an AI humanoid looking thing. Um, okay. Reverse Truman Show is the first idea I thought of for a little quick. <laughs> conversation the truman show thing threw me because it doesn't really feel like the truman show well you could make a show out of that that'd be a reality show or something like that the idea of like look at this thing that isn't a human thinking it's a human walking around this world doing stuff and we set up little things for it to do we've given it a job to do we've given it a life we've given it um we're getting it to go on dates okay yeah yeah like it exists you know it, it, it is a show in this in this film but in, but the world but it's in the real world, and you're just can, you're not convincing the person that the world is real. You're convincing them they are real when they're not. I guess if it was reverse Truman Show, it would be someone walking around the world being an actor in real life, which starts to feel like a um like a prank show. That is also yeah, that would just be a prank show, wouldn't it? Because it's just someone walking around <laughs> with this sort of set script interacting with the real world. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. Think of it in the context of, of it being a show, not just being a movie about the show. You know, again, yeah, yeah. Avoiding the Truman Show aspects further. Hmm. <laughs> again, I can't stop imagine. thinking of Mr. Bean now. <laughs> well, I, I, when you mentioned Mr. Bean, I thought, you know, the way we've joked about Mr. Bean is he's almost this pseudo-person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> And and you could do and you could sort of have that. Well, now I'm thinking of in the the prank aspect because imagine instead of a person going around acting, if you do it with this AI, you just program this realistic looking person to do whatever you want. Like that could be kind of interesting. Like imagine if you you know, let's like well, put actors out of business. If you could, okay, wait, have you seen Bolt? Uh, no. Bolt is a Disney film which has a hilarious concept in my mind. It's it's about like a dog who I believe is called Bolt. Um, and they work in, like... They're, like, in a TV show where they're, like, a, a superhero dog. And the idea of the show is the dog, who's a talking dog, in, but only but people can't understand, you know, films, they believe that they have superpowers because whenever they film the show, they do all the effects practically and live and they don't let the dog see the cameras or any of this stuff. So the dog believes it is a superhero and then it, oh. you know, through circumstance ends up in the real world and realises it, <laughs> it isn't. If the dog 
believes it. The audience believes it. If you could just like, instead of a dog, um, as we know, the next move on from dogs is AI, as we've discussed many times before. <laughs> as um, Tanglewood just... has ensured. Exactly. If you could just like replace actors by having, if you could just build a realistic AI and assuming you'd build a realistic human body looking thing, instead of like having an actor having to pretend that they're in this situation, just program them them so they believe that they're in that situation. Mm. you get some performances out of that and you could probably and this is sort of the Westworld thing you know where you you have the lines pre-coded for them even when they believe they're resisting and stuff um, yeah. you just have like look, imagine that like you know the acting was so good what do you mean it was so good they just genuinely believed that was the situation they were in so of course it was good well um, what what you made me think <clears throat> oh no coughing again um, what you uh, <laughs> so you have these robot actors who you program to build like you say believe they're in the role which is why they're so good and you have this show following this one as it goes about life but you could give it the wrong program every time oh yeah so you dress it up as a construction worker but you give it the program of a dentist and see what happens just see what happens yeah (laughs) it is attending a funeral you give it the party program See what happens. Yeah, you just engineer these like farcical <laughs> situations. It's almost like sitcomy situations, but you just have this, <laughs> this, this AI running through it. That's quite yeah. funny. Have this AI. And you have you get like tru- truly them. believes it's at a wedding reception in the middle of the minute silence <laughs> for something. But you do like okay, like I'm now imagining you get like several of them, and there's no. It's, it's like I'm now imagining like. People are trying to, like, make acting an exact science and do it like an experiment. It's just like, you know, we've done a lot of films about buddy comedies, you know, like the the odd couple sort of thing. Well, we want to do that properly and see what would actually happen if you've got the program... If we've got the... We've got these two police droids. Uh, one of them is programmed to only follow the rules, and the other is fo- programmed to be a loose cannon <laughs> and do what they want. We want to see how they'd actually interact, you know, without any, like, plot contrivances. Yeah, it's just, like, freeform. It's like, no, no one has any plot armor... Um, you know, they're not going to like suddenly break character for plot reasons. It's going to be completely consistent because they can only be themselves. And we're going to mm. find, we're going to have the true buddy cop movie with these two guys. The actual one, yeah. <laughs> Inspired by real movies. Inspired by real movies. This <laughs> actual thing happening. I was also thinking. Um, a true, yeah, a true event inspired by real movies. A true event inspired by movies. That's a oh, love that. Um, you have like um, a slight departure. You know, but you ever seen like behind the scenes videos or pictures, especially from like big like superhero films, big action films and stuff, and it's just like three guys standing around in a big green room. Maybe one of them is sitting on a big green box, yeah. sort of thing, and they're all wearing and they're not wearing natural costumes. They're wearing you know, they've got face dots on and they've got um harnesses on and all that stuff and you know you often wonder how do they like stay in character how do they take this seriously how do you get this person to be like here's this room it's a big green room there's a thousand people in here um looking at you the whole time you've got boiling lights down on you but also okay you're in space um you're in a like a a, a fight scene and you're in a space chase scene but you've also got sexual tension with this guy over there you know this guy who's um he's um meant to be like eight feet tall so it's a normal actor wearing a full body um 
motion capture suit, but up above him he's got a picture of his face that you have to be looking at the whole time. There's a lot of sexual tension going on there. And if you All look right, out there, the point, that's where the wind is. Um, you wonder these things. Um, but I've also, but you also see um, there's a thing now where like the cinematographer and stuff, the cameraman, can see a version of the special effects before they're even there. Or like, you know, like for right, everyone else they okay. just see green but if you look through the camera you can see all of you can see what's going to be projected there and they've some got way. a previs exactly but if you give but if you again you get these actors instead of just they're standing in the green screen room and they have to act now just programming them so that's what they see that's what they think is there <laughs> that's what they fully believe is there yeah yeah again hmm. that could be i can really see this as a way of like selling films and stuff like these amazing performances it's like yeah yeah and then because they're robots and stuff we just killed one of them and saw how the other reacted like yeah, he like got shot and had to die in his arms, but and we just yeah, it was all genuine. It's, it's very moving, you know. <laughs> sure, we could have paid an actor to do that, but one paid. Do you know how much actors get paid these days to just try their best? I'm sure they're good, but they're not worth that much. These guys, sure, cost a lot to build. <laughs> I love that. Tr- just try their best. But that's all they're really doing. We want more. They're lying to you. Don't know if you knew this. They're lying to you. That um, is honesty. <laughs> this is honesty right? and we only ever do one take because we can't tell them you know do that again um we could wipe so them we wipe them and do it again oh god yeah we could just do that yeah like these guys they cost a lot to build but then you can get a million films out of them it's great oh my god yeah you'd have to do it like stunt men like actual stunt people who could actually put themselves in harm's way to do dangerous stunts because you can't damage the robots they're expensive and we need them for they've been like they've been contracted to do 100 more films that's a fun idea the idea like you're that's hurting fun. yourself the, the engineers are more expensive than the doctors yeah yeah it's great oh my god that's great <laughs> yeah this has moved away from what i was talking about before but i still like this idea i'm now imagining it's this documentary of like this mm, oh like okay, film crew. yeah making this thing like you know we've got this big new bit of technology and they're expl- i can imagine some guy like, trying to explain all this like going on this whole bit being like you know actors are all like liars right this is all real you know they're not yeah. real people but they're real people you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> not real people but they're real people like the emote like everyone around here in hollywood is fake these guys are real they're not real and the other they are fake and the other people are real but you know what i mean that emphasis you know- really works that emphasis shift if you say yeah, they're not real people, but they're real people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the emotions aren't real, but you feel them. You know? <laughs> it's like, no, I don't know what you mean. Oh, maybe I do. I, I These robots the aren't lying to you. We're lying they to them. Lying to they believe. So look, look right now. So now I know it just looks like he's standing in a big green room. What we can, what he can see, however, he believes. And then, yeah, you, you just have this weird shot of this, um, this guy walking like through a room, and he looks like he's walking really slowly, and he's got his arms out and stuff like he's balancing. And it's like, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's standing on a tightrope, uh, ten thousand feet up in the air. Um, he's not, of course. But he believes that, genuine. Like, you know, nothing could be dissuaded from that is what's going on. And that fear you see in his face, that's all real. If he falls over, of course, we, we wipe him and start again because the illusion breaks and then, oh, that gets that gets very upsetting for them. I, I like to think, um, at, the, at the Oscars, one of these robots wins an award and the, it's standing up there doing its speech and it's been programmed not to notice that everyone's kind of looking looking past the speech that it makes and cheering the team of engineers behind who get to do their speeches oh after. 
Yeah, again, the Oscars, like, what do you do? It's just like, you know, and the, that, that sounds like a Futurama joke. It's like, oh, and the Oscar goes to acting droid uh, 3-08. <laughs> Calculon, yeah. Calculon, yeah. <laughs> Programmed, have such such emotion. But no, I, lo- I love that idea of just like, you know, you get all these actors believing that this is really the situation they're in, whatever the situation is. You can let them out into the real world to get footage. It's all like one take. It's all genuine. Um... <laughs> I think that'd be kind of fun. Like, you wouldn't have to write a script. Like, you know, I love the idea that they're just getting rid of people. So, yeah, we don't need actors. Um, we don't need writers. We don't need, we don't need writers, really. We don't need dialogue don't need writers. catering. Yeah. Got to put them in situations. Yeah, catering, budget, been slashed. It's great, honestly. <laughs> Accommodation. Uh, <laughs> At the end of the day, all the crew go home and turn off the power and the actors just stay there on set. Yeah, we can finish mid, uh, mid-take, mid-sentence. You just turn them off and they'll start on right there again <laughs> for them no time has passed you know it's what great the, what if the, the cameras the were running the same program if there's a kind of operating system that runs the whole set then these cameras could be tuned into it so they could be in the right place at the right time to catch all the right stuff because they know what's happening as well I so was there's no crew you could, you could have like you know as much as you know like it's um it's pure acting you know because it's not acting it's they believe it so all their reactions and uh, and everything they say is pure and true to their character. Mm. But you have like I like the idea that um, to get that you give them a script of some kind and they interpret it in a sense. So it's like this pure inter- <laughs> it's like a pure interpreter. Like everything you write, like you just write stuff like you know this line is said, um, or and and he is very happy about it, um, and then he does this thing and that makes him very sad. And through all of those, about the whole piece, they like get an idea for the character fully or you just give them like a character description and then they go with that fully the entire time so it's this and you do the same thing with the cameras like you just describe all the visuals or you know you give it some storyboards you do something like that so the cameras will always know where to be at the right time the sound is like generated from the script you describe a sound and then it it creates itself because it's like yeah that's the that's that's what it believes it is that is the that is the answer to what you said wow you give it like Shakespeare. You give them like all of Shakespeare, and it's like, yep, that's that's uh, the true interpretation of all that. We just plugged in the you know Hamlet, and they did it, and that's that's how the, they read all the lines, they interpreted it in a billionth of a second, and this is how they chose to perform it. So can't get better than that, can you? That's it. <laughs> Done I like that. the I like the idea that <laughs> the the robot that the system has a few faults and glitches though. So midway through a scene, like. One of the actors says, "Interior cafe." <laughs> Just, he's like, "Okay, um, <laughs> something's gone wrong here." <laughs> oh, but like that could be like you could have these like really like I, I, I'm imagining this documentary now. I love this idea. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> okay, you have this sort of I can imagine this character of this sort of like quite I imagine like Jack Black's character in King Kong. Um, don't know why that's where my mind went, but this like quite horrible like movie director slash producer who's like doing all this stuff at the expense of everyone else and seems to have no qualms about the ethical problems of what's going on and just finds it all quite interesting and it's just like you know this is all perfect and pure. Sees it all as an advertising point of view. So you can have these really horrible moments where you watch these extremely like complicated AIs having moments of self awareness before being like turned off. Like, what if you had like one of them breaks a little bit and says interior cafe and the other is like, what the fuck did you just say? Because that yeah. would be their reaction. Like, they just said some nonsense. And this guy's kind of like, he just, 
he's very outspoken and all that kind of stuff. So he'd call you out on that immediately. And the mm. other guy is just sort of like roboting out. He's just like saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. He's saying the wrong lines. He's describing like how people are supposed to be feeling. He's saying stuff like too early. It's like, um, and then the couple at the back of the cafe look at us and then leave before. And then the, the extras sitting there are like, what are we doing? <laughs> and this and this AI who's just like reacting to all of this, you know, purely as he would, is just having a complete like freak out. And then everyone's watching it, and like he looks like genuinely upset and like scared. And they're like, "All right, just turn him off." And then we'll just fix mm-hmm. that bug. We'll like f- shove a screwdriver in the broken one's brain, and then fix it, and then we'll just run it again. And we won't have that problem. It'd be a horribly <laughs> haunting scene. <laughs> wow. And then maybe it just something. ends. It ends with a like, yeah. It turns out we sort of um, we've crossed the um threshold of where it, this um we've gone we, we've crossed the threshold where suddenly this this has become more expensive than just hiring actors so thing. who's that actor who started yelling at people uh re- not that long ago um you know the guy who someone moved in the background who starts yelling says do you know how oh yeah uh, christian bale i think yes christian bale oh good for you and how was it Imagine that, but it's like instead it's someone's left their phone on in the studio, and the oh, it's robot just starts making the interference noise really loudly. <laughs> but yeah, that could be really fun seeing the documentary. Well, you have like some interns who've just shown up to like work on this set, mm. and this is all being explained to them. And there's like really weird rules about it. Like, it's like Bolt; you can't do anything that will make the actors think. Uh, you know the robots think like break their immersion because it will just it will like you know we have to get the engineers in mm. um sometimes their their heads blow up it's a whole thing uh, don't worry there's a, we've got a coat room full of heads um <laughs> stuff. the heads are actually the, the cheapest bit the heads are the cheapest bit strangely you buy them in bulk um <laughs> we do we do the heads in post as well <laughs> just... we do some we do some of the heads in post but they don't see you know we cover them in dots and you know tracking marks and stuff we just oh my god the robots heads are it. just are just green green spheres oh, oh no they're just <laughs> these blank robots and they just put it all in. another algorithm does it for them afterwards <laughs> like it decides what their facial expressions are supposed to be Oh my god. Oh god. Like, yeah, they're not complete robots. They're like a thousand moving parts deciding every single little movement. Like, oh my every, god. every line they every like what line they're going to say, but also how they're going to say it and how loud they're going to say it, which way they're going to be looking, what facial expression they're going to be doing, everything their body's doing, um, all decided by like different algorithms that come together in this like physical body. Oh god, it'd be horrible. This, <laughs> and again, like, again, like the, like, if they just end up going, yeah, this experiment didn't work. It turns out this... We're, we're too ahead of our time. That's really the problem here. Um, you know, I don't think the world is ready for this yet. Um, due to the, the various problems we've had while filming, we've had to um, resort to real actors, and uh, that will end up being cheaper in the long run. The real problem was the lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> so they The they, they real believed... problem was the UN. Well, the, the UN weren't happy with what we were doing when they found out. We thought... They'd be interested, but unfortunately, I read the room terribly. That and that's my fault. But you know, the law. You know, yeah. Well, because you know, the intern. We we told them they believed they were in a you know, um, life or death uh, duel. So don't get, don't get it. Don't get in the way. Don't be standing around there. Actors unions are difficult to deal with, but it turns out they're not as difficult as the uh, the Faraday cage that we had to build for the entire production. 
No, and um, there was that whole little scare where one of them, um, you know, got ax. He, he did that thing. I didn't know they could actually do that. Where they, he like plugged himself into the internet and suddenly knew everything. <laughs> yeah. That was that was difficult to deal with. Honestly, that was a whole. I was thinking of making a movie about that. Um, you know, we all got sort of trapped in here as they they control. They suddenly took control of all the lights and the the doors and the cars and everything within a, a few miles radius. Um, harrowing experience, honestly. But we turned him off, and now we've replaced him with uh, Christian Bale, who's surprisingly easier to work with. I, I know, right? <laughs> you hear Christian Bale screaming at someone in the background. It's like, hey, but. That's real. You know? At least we can feed him. Are you professional or not? I don't forget, yeah, we've got real people now. And that's actually coming with this whole like host of problems because he's like, Where's my trailer? Where's my food? And we're like, Oh god, we just got used to turning them off at night and leaving them in the cupboard. Yeah, we forgot to book a hotel. What do you mean you need a break? Oh god, yeah, you do. Sorry. Damn, someone's like flipping through a, a, a clip clipboard full of documents like, oh yeah, it does say you need to have a break. Oh no, we're breaking hundreds of lawsuits here. I was like, oh no, it's just the, the, the Actors Guild are going to have my head over this. I've gotten used my to, green to head. With, without people. My green ball, my like <laughs> tennis ball on a stick that is my head. That's the twist at the end of the film. This documentary has actually been filmed with all um, robot people. It's a documentary by the robots about their working conditions. Yeah, this guy isn't real. This guy just thinks he's... This guy thinks... They've just programmed him with, like, arsehole director who doesn't care about the, you know, treating his workers correctly. <laughs> um, he's not real. They turn him off. Okay. Fantastic. Let's hold on to that idea. We'll release it. But that, I think, for me, goes into the sort of... the upper echelons of film smash ideas that I would want to explore further. Definitely. I love the vibe of all these robots just hanging out in a green room with green and blue screens everywhere. <laughs> They've just got green faces and blank mannequins walking around believing their actors, believing their characters. You know, I had this idea of, you know, even the cameras and all of this is all like procedurally done or it's all done by this AI. Um, you just like leave them on like 24-7, like just like mm. doing everything. I said 24-7. Like... You know how long's a film? Yeah, we only take it only take about twice the length of a film to get it done. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, if you've got to the point where you can just do everything with just green screen and stuff, and the actors aren't going to notice it, and it's all so realistic, it's fine. Imagine just watching them finish a scene, and then like they go into like weird like auto power mode, where they just sort of walk around and like get to the blocking of the next scene, and then do that, and then they stop, and then oh. they get to the blocking of the next scene, and then do that. Um, like no, 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 no. It'd be worse. It'd be different. Oh, go on, they, go on. they'd be on a, a free reign to improvise, wouldn't they? Because you say they internalise the script and they believe the characters. Yeah. So the film would actually just be a series of editorial decisions about when to cut the scene. Oh, God, yeah. But no, so they... is, that not, is that not also an AI deciding all of that as well? <laughs> Maybe. But these actors would just carry on. Like if you watch behind the scenes footage from the film that you really like and you see the see the scene play out, it just goes on for another half an hour. Yeah, so I said like it could go on for like twenty four hours, like just left on loop over and over again. So these people are just like going through this like narrative you've kind of set them and it can just go on for as long as they want. Like the story itself takes place over a week. So they're in the studio for a week. Yeah. Well I, d- I did I did that with a with a 
a film I made. Um, it was quite a lot of, of improv. And the improvisation usually came like at the end of the scene that I'd written. So it was like, you get oh, to the end. Mean, yeah. And then they just carry on. And that was the best stuff. And it was just in the edit of me deciding, like, okay, where's where's the actual end of this scene? <laughs> where, yeah, where, do, where, we, where do we stop? <laughs> yeah. All right, but there we go. That is that mini fire done. A lovely, uh, an idea that we will run with one day. Yeah. Um, if what we do, the... I'd like to play the um, arsehole director. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Excellent, excellent idea, Jack. Good quick fire. That was... I've enjoyed this.